Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Team Gomez podcast. I'm Anthony. I'm Maria. And I like to just thank you guys for always listening to us, subscribing, all that good stuff. Um, this month, we're in a theme of priorities, mm. um, specifically conflicting priorities. Uh, we did an intro episode to this um, last week, mm-hmm. just talking about you know the top four things that are priorities. And um, today, I want to talk about two specific conflicting priorities among a lot of people. So I'm hoping that a lot of people can relate to this. It's God versus job. Mm. God versus job. And there's a little twist to this because, of course, in the terms of God, we're also going to be including church in that. Do you feel like people having to weigh the priority between job and God or church is like something that you witness a lot or have you ever gone through anything like that? Is Do you think it's like prevalent or relevant? Yeah. No, I've gone through it where there were times as I was younger, when I was younger in the faith, mm-hmm. I would actually choose my job mm-hmm. more than God. And I would just be like, God understands, you know, he'll show me grace, which, you know, because finances we think like i need the money you know Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. which is valid right but the challenge comes when god's like but don't you believe that i can and so i mean even me saying this i could picture a lot of people having this discussion and like disagreeing because i'm like you know like okay yeah jesus will provide but i still gotta make the money but you know what i mean (laughs) this is where you know I don't know if I'm saying it right, but like rubber hits the road. Like, okay, but God calls us to have faith. God right. calls us to trust Him. Yeah, and His word never comes back void. And if He says, "Seek My kingdom first, and then all these things will be added," right? Why we? Why are we doing things in our own strength? Agreed. Agreed. I've also been in that position. Um, I think, man. I think. To make that kind of leap of mm-hmm. faith takes a lot of faith. Like your faith level has to be at a certain level. Right, right. Um, so my first story is when I graduated high school mm. and I had to come out to Chicago because that's where the Lord was leading me and calling me. And I knew it was the Lord without a shadow of a doubt. And I felt like, you know, even if the job thing wasn't there for me to go like, I couldn't get a job transfer my or, the, you know, the company I worked for wouldn't be able to transfer my position from Houston to Chicago um, to go anyways, you know, and just work it out once I get here. Um, that had to happen. Like, it was just, I just felt that strong about it. So, um, long story short, came out to Chicago from Houston and kind of... I worked my job that they were able to transfer, but I only worked it for like a week because conflicting schedules. Um, When I came out to Chicago, it was to completely surrender and live for God 24-7. Like no matter what the choice was or what my options were, I would always choose God. And so... Um, at my company, I was actually up for a promotion and they were going to make me like full time salary, whatever. And I turned it down because I knew I was going to come to Chicago. And I knew I wanted to be more involved with church. And so I wanted that flexibility in my schedule. 
Um, I wanted to be able to request days off and do half days and whatever the case may be. I, I, I wanted that part time and I was just going to, you know, make it work because I wanted to be that much more involved in church. Um, that's just my particular you know, aspect of it. And so I came out here. They transferred my position to Chicago. But the place I was at, uh, they were a little bit more demanding of my schedule. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, the reason why I didn't take the promotion and shifted here was so that I would have... I would be able to do more with my available time and still have a job. Mm -hmm. And so they didn't like that. They didn't like that at all. And so they would just schedule me for like four hours a week. Mm. They're like, well, since you don't want to be here when we need you here, we'll only schedule you for the weekends. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm involved a lot in youth youth ministries and it's during the summer. So I'm like, uh, well, the youth is doing this and this and this on weekends. Like I need my weekends. I need my Friday nights. I need my... And it was retail, so they want you Friday yeah. nights and they want you weekends. So it's like there was conflicting. So they were like, I'm like, at that particular point, after three weeks of just getting scheduled four to eight hours mm-hmm. each week, I'm just like, uh, you guys really don't want me here. Obviously, like I'm expecting at least 25 hours, maybe 30 hours. You're like, I still want to work. I'm a good employee, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and like there's tons of things I'm qualified to do you know but if you just want to use me during peak hours when there's a lot of ministry going on those are the days and and it's on specific days that I'm requesting and I put in more than enough time requests off to have a particular weekend off and you don't want to give me the four hours I need off that's the four hours you want to schedule me for it's the four hours I requested off um I mean you obviously like you're asking me to quit at this particular point like um, and so, yeah, I quit. I was like, bet, done. Mm-hmm. I had, In that moment, I chose God because that was my commitment. I'm like, yeah. if I'm giving my life to the Lord and I'm making this move and I'm taking a leap of faith. Now, granted, I am young, single. I'm like 22 years old, mm-hmm. um, single. And so I can make that kind of a move. If you're married with children, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a difficult. Little different. The circumstances yeah, yeah, are different. Yeah. But because my circumstances, what they were... You know, that's what I did. And it did result in having to face hardships, mm-hmm. not working, uh, living out of a bag with whoever would take me in for a week here, mm-hmm. a week there. Mm-hmm. Thank God I never had to go to a shelter. There are a couple of times I had to sleep on some porches, though, mm-hmm. or in a hallway or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never went to a shelter. And again, I was able to stay in a uh, sleep on somebody's floor. Somebody would take me in for a week and I'd sleep on the floor. Or the sl- I had a sleeping bag in my mm-hmm. bag that I lived out of. So there was a sleeping bag there. Like, I, you know, I, I, I slept wherever I could. But God always provided a roof and food. And uh, while I wasn't working, I just dedicated my life to working in the church. It's like, well, I'm going to fill out my whatever applications I need during the day for a few hours. And then I'm going to go to the church from like 11 to 4 yeah. and just paint or take out the trash mm-hmm. or clean the bathroom. Whatever it is I need to do to just serve in the house of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And th- that was my decision to make. And I can say that, like, I believe... God honored that, mm-hmm. you know, at now in retrospect, like, yeah, there was a season of struggle, but in even in the struggle, God always provided. He looked out for me and I, I, even though it may seem to someone who has a job, who's able to have a car and who, mm-hmm. you know, um, 
has a nice place with nice things and a nice TV and a Blu-ray player and a nice stereo and an Xbox or a place, whatever, you know, you have nice things in your house. Mm-hmm. It may have seemed like I was lacking a lot. Yeah. And I think f- for some of my f- friends, that's how they viewed me. They mm-hmm. viewed me in lack. But in honesty, I was never in lack. No. I always had what I needed. Amen. When I needed it. That's right. You know, so like... I, I never went without. Did I have to take some asking? Yeah. Yeah. I had to ask for some help here and there. Can I stay with you this week? Can I yeah. stay with you the next two weeks? You know, can I do this? Can I do that? You know, is it okay if I do this? Is it okay, is it okay if I have dinner here? Mm-hmm. Is it okay if, mm-hmm. you know, would you, do you have space for an extra seat at the table that I can eat with you? You know, so there's times I had to ask, but... That's what God calls us to do is ask. Right, right. So it's like, um, the Lord always provided. And Mm -hmm. and, sorry. I'm just so grateful for that. You know, Mm -hmm. he was just always there. And Mm -hmm. I can say, like, besides being married, you know, that had to be, before I got married, that was one of the most fulfilling times in my life, just living on whatever God gave me and allowed me to have and just being able to live for him full out. Mm. It was so satisfying. So satisfying. Um, uh, and so it was a struggle. Yeah, but it was beautiful. And God always provided. So that's one of my stories. Mm. What's what's your story, my love? I, uh, well, for me, I, I think I was 20, 22. Um, I was working at Starbucks and um in downtown and this was one of like my a job that I really wanted to work because I love people mm-hmm. and um I met a lot of amazing people especially a lot of senior citizens because mm-hmm. that's some one of my other favorite thing is um the elderly <laughs> call me not just joking um but um <laughs> But yes, I was working there and with Starbucks, just like any other job, um, retail. I mean, it's kind of retail (laughs) because they sell, but they really demand you to work weekends, especially if you're like um, in a busy area like downtown. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember they would have um, they would close off the streets in the summer and they would have a farmer's market. Yeah. So they would require you to be there weekends, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and Sundays especially. And um, I remember uh, I had this manager who didn't really like Christ. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I remember when I first started, um, I really needed this job. Mind you, it was like already... Um, I didn't just get out of foster care. I got out of foster care when I was 18, but it was still tight. I I got out the system at 21. So I'm like living paid, like literally living paycheck to paycheck, you know, and um, I really needed this money. So um, in order to make hours, I had to work weekends. So I kind of chose my job and it was at first I thought like this is great you know Mm -hmm. like making money right like oh right but my money wasn't lasting I felt like everything was just going to bills yeah and more bills you know 
And at this time, I still don't, I'm not really, I didn't know nothing about budget. No one taught me anything, but I remember I would come home and just feel so empty. Mm. Mind you, I'm already living by myself. So I would just feel like, man, God, where are you? You know, then I'm blaming God. Like, (laughs) uh, hello, Lord. Like, where are you? Why are you withdrawing your presence from me? Yeah. But it's like I wasn't digging for water. Like I wasn't going Mm. to get fresh water. You know, I was just kind of living from word to word, you know, go on Sunday when I could, which was once in a while. I would hear a word and just try to hold on to that word. I didn't have time to Mm. like read my word or pray because I'm like, I have to wake up early because I got to open, you know, and. Ooh, it was it was a dark season. That was such a dark season because I felt so alone, so abandoned. And I'm like, man, God, but your word says that you're always with me. Yes. You know, why do I feel so alone? Yeah. But relationship is two sided. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, but you're not. See- I remember. Oh, uh, I remember when I was taking the bus late. Like, um, one night I had to close Starbucks. Yeah. And um, I didn't have a car, so I had to take the bus. Mm-hmm. And I remember um, it was late. And and I just, I'm scared because it's dark. You know, at this point, you know, Belmont and Cicero back then wasn't how it looks now. You know, they got a church. Yeah. But they used to have like. There would be hookers outside, you know, and pimps. You know, they had like that pornography store, mm-hmm. um, that movie store. Yeah. And I remember feeling afraid, and I and I cried out like, "God, where are you?" You know, yeah. like I feel like I'm walking alone. Mm-hmm. And I remember going home so mad because I felt so alone. And um, I sat there, and I just I felt this like this voice in my spirit, like. Man, you don't seek me anymore. Mm. Like we used to be, we used to be friends. Yeah. Like what happened? He's like, you don't trust me. You don't trust me when I say that in my word I will provide. And I'm mm. like, I'm having this dialogue with yeah. Jesus. Like <laughs> I trust you, but my but God's like, okay, you say you trust me, but your actions are showing different because right. you you choose to work. Than to seek my face I'm like Man You know And I remember Like Okay I had this Awesome conversation With the Lord But I'm still Depending on my own strength Yeah Not until Starbucks closed down And God was (laughs) like You know I'm gonna say it God will do Some crazy stuff To get your attention Yes I mean I'm not going to sit here and say, like, the Lord done closed Starbucks to get my attention. But I I do believe that he used that. Yeah. Because it was for a couple of months that he I had no income. And I'm like, what am I going to do? And I really had to trust the Lord. And I remember hearing verses, you know, I remember hearing the pastor preach like, God will provide all your needs. Yes. If you. If you ask and believe mm-hmm. that you will receive it, 
You got it. Yeah. You got it. I'm like, but I can't see it. <laughs> but that's where faith comes in. And I felt like that was like my awakening. Like, okay, okay, God, I, I like really need mm. to buckle down. This is way more like way more than working. Like my home is in heaven. Yeah. You know, it says, um, I think it's in Colossians where I talk about think of heavenly things. Yeah. Don't be so focused on the things of the earth, but focus on heavenly things like we this is not our home. You know what I mean? Like. Right. We get so consumed with making money so that we could look good, have all these, you know, material things yeah. that are we ain't going to take none of that. You know, right. we want the latest name brand shoe. You know, for me, I love makeup. So I'm like, I need money to, you know, and God's yeah. like, I don't even care for that. Like, right. where's your heart? Mm-hmm. You know? And so it's it's the learning like true dependency is in Christ. But we don't want to struggle. We don't want to go through the hardships. Yeah. You know, we want it easy. We want it quick. We want it microwavable. We want things right now. Right. Like we don't want to wait. And we and I remember like, man, God, I'm real impatient. I'm not mm. patient. Like I'm like, God, I need it now. Uh, I'm struggling. <laughs> yeah. And I remember hearing like he won't show up to the 11th hour. Yeah. Yes. So it's like. He produces, I think he allows things to happen to build faith muscle, to yeah. build your endurance. Like, yeah. are you just going to pursue me when things are easy and things are going great? Or are you going to really love me when when you ain't got that job, when yeah. you ain't working, when when things are quiet? You know, yeah. are you going to remain faithful? Mm-hmm. So that was that was like a hard, a hard season for me. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn some hard things you know but the beauty of it is like Jesus he shows himself he shows himself to be who he says he is yeah and that's when it's like oh god you know like I I have to choose balance right because yes we do need work you know when you're single it's like okay you know yeah we want to work, 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 you know? And when you're <laughs> married, you want to work, 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 because you got to provide, be the yeah, husband, you yeah. know, be the wife, you know? But it's like, if we would have really put our trust in God. Yeah. How would things look like, you know? We get so afraid because we get so used to things being so easy. Mm-hmm. But Jesus never chose things easy. Come on. So, And, and this is just like... A couple of our stories, and, and there's plenty of other stories. There's stories we've mentioned in previous episodes, you know, like our whole like job when COVID hit and how Us we quitting. both quitting yeah. and then the Lord providing a job. And like, it's it's an awesome story by all means. Go listen to the rest of our episodes and all this <laughs> stuff is in there. Um, so like with that, we can bring the, the this particular episode to a close. Um but just kind of like addressing this God versus job thing. Um, I want to give a disclaimer, which I should have gave in the beginning of the episode. But, you know, we kind of caffeinated. So we just got it right into it. Um, we are not professional counselors. <laughs> you know, we're not trying to give any professional advice. We're not by all means promoting anybody to quit their job and like completely go hard after Jesus. If that's not what Jesus is saying. Um, 
I mean, we want you to go hard after Jesus. We want Jesus, you to go hard but, after Jesus, but I mean, I'm talking about quitting your job. be very discerning. <laughs> quitting your job, though? Like, if God didn't say, yeah, and yeah. If God yeah. didn't say that and you didn't get confirmation after confirmation right, right. after be confirmation, still. like, be still till he gives that green light. We How talk you about say that. Be in still, the, sat down. Sat down. <laughs> go over there and sat down and deal with it. Like, um, no, but like when we talk about that in the previous episode, when we talk about going on adventures with God, mm-hmm. like um, wait for that green light if the Lord is saying that. But by all means, we're not promoting for everyone to quit their job and go right. hard after God. And so, and we want you to go have to go hard after God, but what we're really promoting here is finding the balance because you can work, you can work, and you can work full time, and you can even work overtime. Yeah. But what we're saying is don't sacrifice your main priority which is god for that right that's the point of this whole thing yeah that's the point when we talk about priorities god is always first mm-hmm. but sometimes jobs can be so demanding and they just suck all that time mm-hmm. and all that energy out of you that you just really you only give god the leftovers yeah and now at this particular point your job is sitting on the throne of your heart yeah it makes me think of what Lenise was saying in prayer Mm. Um, she talked about doing all these good things, but we're not seeking his face. Mm-hmm. We're not making that time for him. Yeah. And it's like working is great. You know, we're, I'm, we're not shunning that. We're not right. like you, but you need to stop working and just get your, just be with God. You yeah. know, no, sometimes God uses work as like Come your on. mission field. Like that yes. could be your mission field. Um, but it's like, don't get consumed on doing the good, right? Mm-hmm. As, and not seeking his face. Yeah. Not making that time for him. Not um, prioritizing him. Like, right. there are sacrifices you are going to make because you are called to be a child of the king. Right. You know, and in order to be a child of the king, he comes first. You know, he got first dibs, you know, yes. and we we tend to think like, oh, God understands. And it's like he does. He does. He does understand. Yes. And there is grace. But he's also jealous. Come on. He wants that time with you. Yeah. There's things that he wants to reveal to you. He wants to take you deeper. And if we're so busy doing other stuff, we're going to miss it. Regardless of how much money you're making. Yes. There. And it's like for me. I'm like, you know, we're always like, God, I want to grow. I want to go deeper. But then God's like, okay, then there's certain things you got to let go. And then we're like, yeah. nah, nah. There's, then you can't complain when yeah. you you feel stagnant, when you feel like, dang, I just feel like I'm mm-hmm. doing the same thing over and over, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, we have a friend who we were ministering to one time. And uh, he ends up saying, like, I know God has a plan for me because I want to be wealthy and I feel like he's going to make me wealthy. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. The truth is, and this is where a matter of priorities come in, right? And keeping the balance between your God time, your personal, intimate, prayer closet, God time, and job Mm -hmm. is because the truth of the fact is, Jesus said it himself, you cannot serve both god and money that's right right you you cannot serve two different gods like you cannot worship like they are continually conflicting for the throne of your heart yeah we 
we get to this place where we like to just live comfortably. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. But when living comfortably is sitting on the throne of your heart, that's where the problem is. That's where the issues become like real. That's when God becomes really becomes jealous. And then, you know, long like if this continues, he does something drastic to get your attention. Like, hey, there's somebody sitting in my seat. Yeah. We need to get this right. You know, it makes me think of the story in the Bible of the rich man. Yeah, exactly. Where Jesus says, like, it will be so hard for a rich man to get into heaven. Yeah. Because he asked this rich, this rich man came up to him and said, Father, you know, um, what what should I do to get be saved mm-hmm. or to go? Or I think it's, is it to be saved or to inherit the kingdom? And he goes, well, do this, 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 this. And he was like, I have done all these things, right? Mm-hmm. And then Jesus says, sell all your possession. Give all your money to the poor and follow me. Mm-hmm. And then what does it say? It says that the rich man walked away discouraged. Why? Because he had tons of money. Mm-hmm. He had a lot of money and he was like... He didn't want to give up his security. No, he no. didn't want to give up his status. He didn't want to give up his uh, his his comfort. Yeah. Like he enjoyed the position of a rich young ruler. But like, even that, it's like, but God, I'm doing all these things for you. And God's like, I don't care about that. Right. Sell, I was on the throne of your heart. Right. Right. Like sell your possession and follow me. Yeah. When it comes down to it, will, yes. you, will you give all that up for me? Yes. You know, if it came down to it, like, mm-hmm. and that's, that's where the heart check is. So that's where the heart check is right now. If you're listening to this episode, like who is sitting on the throne of your heart? Yeah. Who, where are you putting your security? Mm-hmm. Are you putting your security in Jesus alone yeah. or does your security come from your bank account? Yeah. Does it come from your paycheck? Yeah. It's true. A paycheck can bring a sense of security, but it's only a sense, not the truth. A because temporary. Ultimately, ultimately, the provision yes. comes from the Lord. Yes. Like people feel like, like I have to keep working at this job. I have to keep working at the job. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you not know there's tons of jobs all around? Yeah. Like you don't need this particular job that's consuming all of you. There are other jobs out there. There's mm-hmm. other ways to mm-hmm. make money. To be able to survive off of, you know, and it's just like, look, if your job's sitting on the throne of your heart and you're sacrificing family time, Mm -hmm. you're sacrificing your nights and weekends, you're sacrificing doing ministry, you're sacrificing all this other stuff. So that way you can just work and make money. Mm -hmm. There's so much more to life than that. Yeah. Now, again, we're not against making money because God gives seed to the sower, you know. So God will bless you. God will bless you financially, not just for what you need, but he'll bless you in abundance financially because he knows that he can trust you with those finances and, and, and that you're a giver and all this mm-hmm, other stuff. And mm-hmm, we're not mm-hmm. talking about like we can go all day into the principles of like tithing and offerings yeah, and all this yeah. other stuff. That's so there's nothing wrong with money. There's just something wrong when the money is sitting on the throne of your heart. Mm-hmm. That's the whole concept mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of the priorities. There's nothing wrong with money. There's nothing wrong with working. There's nothing wrong with working full time and overtime. But is that sitting on the throne of your heart? Are you only working just for the money and you're putting right. God on the back burner? Right. You're putting your prayer time on the back burner. Right. You're putting your word life on the back burner. Like those are the things we want to avoid. We want to make sure Jesus is sitting on the throne of our hearts at all times. At all times. Um, even if you're at your job, like my wife was saying, let it be the mission field. Not the, mm. like don't go to work all checked out and 
like I'm just here to make the money and, right, and, and miss opportunities. Like, you, yeah, there's so many yeah. opportunities. If you're interacting with people and there's opportunities for you to share God's goodness, even if it's in the break room or in the lunchroom or whatever, you know, like if you're just there to, you know, clock in and clock out and you're not viewing it as a mission field and mm-hmm. it's just to make money mm-hmm. and that's where all your time is going. Mm-hmm. Come on, heart check time, heart check yeah. time. So with that, let's pray that. Let's pray into that. Um, Father, I hmm, I just want to thank you, Jesus, that um, even now at this moment, as listeners are listening, Father God, that um, they're allowing you to search their hearts, Father God. Um, and I pray, Jesus, that they will know that this is not a message of condemnation, Father God, but of just love and a challenge, God. You call us as um, family. We are family, and you call us to sharpen one another, Father God. So I'm praying, Jesus, that if there are things in our hearts, God, that take first um, priority than you, God, I pray that you would be able to expose it, God, and help us to deal with it. Lord Jesus, show us how to make time for you. Um, Sometimes people struggle because they don't know how to prioritize you, God, how to seek you. So I pray, Jesus, that um, they would speak to someone, Father God. And the best person to speak to is you, God. Ask. You're wanting them to ask. Ask me. What are you struggling with? What what makes it so hard, Father God? I pray for strength, Jesus. If people are working, but they want to make more time for you, I pray for wisdom that you would give them the wisdom and how to prioritize time for you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Father God, that you're aligning things, Jesus. Thank you, Father God, that you are a God of love and restoration, Father God. I thank you in advance for the work that you're even doing right now at this moment, Father. We love you, Lord. We love you so much, God. I thank you that your word says that the work that you have started in us, you are completing, Father God. So we may have not started well, God, but it's not how we start. It's how we finish. So, Father God, I pray, teach us, teach us how to prioritize, teach us how not just to do um, good things, God, but to prioritize that time with you, to seek your face, God, to make time to hear what you're saying, to hear the sounds of heaven, Lord. Help us, Lord. And thank you for helping us, Jesus. We love you, God. And we pray all these things so that the Father may be glorified. In Jesus' name, mm. amen. 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 Good prayer, baby. That's good. Uh, we love every single one of you guys. Yes, Thank you so much do. for tuning in to mm-hmm. another episode. Um, and if you have any prayer requests or anything you want to just confess or you yeah. know, maybe we can help you deal with, Let by all know. means, send us a message, mm-hmm. comment, that kind of stuff. It's I all like gravy. you. I want to hear you. <laughs> I want to read you. Right. If, you <laughs> if you got our number, send us a text. You know how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but we love you guys. I'm sorry. Yes, we do. <laughs> um, and make sure you guys stay tuned this month as we continue to talk about conflicting priorities Mm -hmm. Uh, until next time this is team gomez signing off Bye. bye